couple years ago, I had a young man named Garrett ask me an interesting question. We had just seen that movie, The Passion of the Christ, which was released by Mel Gibson. And there was a big news story that was released debating whether or not the way that Mel Gibson portrayed the story of Jesus' death seemed to indicate that the main person at fault was the Jewish leaders. And so Garrett came up to me and asked me that question, is it true, Dan? Was it really the Jews' fault? And so here I'm sitting, Garrett has autism, and I was trying to think, how can I explain to this young man in a very simple but yet complicated way all of the difficulties and complexities of first century religion and politics combined with the difficulties of an occupied Roman Empire to which I finally responded, we all killed him, Garrett. Yes, the Jews killed him. Yes, the Romans killed him. Yes, Jesus himself gave up his life freely so that all people would be able to share in the life after death. I think this is one of the things about being a Christian that we lose sight of. You and I are people who enjoy forgiveness. But where does forgiveness come from? Think about it for a second. Let's say you steal a car or you break something that didn't really belong to you. Well, if you're going to be reconciled with the one from whom you stole, if you're going to fix that which is broken, it requires a payment. It requires a cost. And I love using this example in Bible study, especially because it gives me a chance to pick on Dot. That if I steal one of Dot's cars, what do I owe Dot? A car. And if I do damage in a household that the cost of which is $1,200 of recompense, how much do I owe that household? $1,200. So when we get to the story of the crucifixion, it's both a very abstract concept about payment for forgiveness, but also a deeply personal comment about what has been paid so that you and I might live being forgiving people and being forgiven people. Some of you I know here pretty well. And I know some of you have received incredible wickedness at other people's hands. Some of you have been harmed, injured, hurt in ways that it's very difficult to forgive. And yet, you have forgiven. But your forgiveness doesn't just come out of your will. The cost of someone's injury against you is paid for, not because of your great mercy, but was paid for on the cross. And every time you have been forgiven of some great offense that you've done against someone else, the cost of that payment, the cost of that forgiveness, is none less than the very act of Jesus mounting on the cross. And in this way, we have to talk about what it means to be a Christian in light of what was paid for us. I've been singing recently in my private devotion that song, Jesus Paid It All. You guys heard this song? 
Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain. He washed me white as snow. This is for us the life of a Christian. Once we take into account what the great payment of Jesus' sin gives to us, let me say it differently, what the great payment that Jesus gave for our sins do for us, it results for us a life of taking stock in what sin means. It results in for us taking stock in what it means to live a life of celebration, to live a life in thanksgiving. To live a life considering, what does it mean when we say Christ has died for us? I was in a musical when I was in high school. I was in a musical called Godspell. And because they didn't have very many good actors or singers at the time or at that place, they cast me in the role of Jesus and at this, in this particular show, I was at this high school, and I was one of those kids at high school. You guys know those kids? They wore like the weird bracelets and the Jesus t-shirts. Every time you walked up to them, you know they were going to say something Jesus-y to you. I was one of those kids. And so I was one of those guys that wore my faith on my sleeve. Who would have thought I would end up being a priest afterward? And while we were doing this show... We had this moment. Let me just tell you something about the theater world for a second. People who are theatrical are not necessarily known for their religious devotion. And I had grown up around these people. I've been doing theater stuff since I was a little, you know, young man. And we get to this one scene where all of a sudden it becomes eminent for the first time together as a cast that we're going to kill Jesus. And I had this moment where all of a sudden I was overcome with emotion and everybody around me swarmed in on me and embraced me. It was this incredible moment when all of a sudden for the first time in my life I was going to depict physically the act of Jesus' death and when everybody saw what it was about to do to me, they surrounded me and swarmed me with love and emotion and compassion. And it was an incredible moment because I knew people that were devout atheists. Like they would, they were people who would, every time we talk, I, I know you're trying to sell me that Jesus stuff, but I think it's crazy. That still loved me and embraced me because they knew what Jesus meant to me. Now, I think that this is for us the message of the cross in a world of disbelief. If we truly take stock and what it looks like for Jesus to die for us, everywhere we go, we live it out. Every time we forgive someone of their offenses, we replicate our thanksgiving for the great payment that Jesus gave so that we would have life. And I think this is for us the great misunderstanding about what it means to lead the lost to Christ. It's not about having the best argument, though some of you have some pretty good arguments. It's not about bashing someone over the head with their Bible. Be surprised how ineffective that actually is. What actually ends up being shockingly, surprisingly transformative for people is when you show them so much love and so little judgment that they want to know more. 
that they are just drawn to the love that you emit. This is my encouragement to y'all. In light of the great sacrifice of Christ, be people who live a life of thanksgiving. Be people who live at the foot of the cross, wearing the scars of his passion. Amen.